Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Yes She Can Project. I am beyond delighted today to be joined by lifestyle chef and plant-based foodpreneur Charlene Ashong. Hello Charlene. Hello. Hello. Thank you How for you? having me. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. So you're joining us today all the way from the US of A? I am, I am. With no Exciting. sun here, by the way. I'm very disappointed in that. Oh, is that not? I think it's sunnier. It's more, yeah, I think it's sunnier in the UK right now than where I'm at. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Such is life. Never mind. Bless you. Well, Charlene, do you want to introduce yourself um, and tell the listeners a little bit, a little bit about what you do, please? Mm, sure. So I... Um, a mixed bag, listeners. I'm a mixed bag. Um, I started my journey in Italy. I lived in Italy for 10 years. And there I revolutionized my food diet, um, just returning back to basics, back to the Mediterranean. And it kind of inspired me to change my lifestyle, my diet, and inspired me to even take this on as a career. So I now okay. am a plant-based chef. I am a pescatarian, so I do eat fish. Okay. But I work with plants, so my my job, my passion, my love is to bring plants into the utmost creativity where food is concerned and, and create products which are tasty, great texture, great flavour, great look, but are completely whole and natural because that's the best way to feed our bodies. Yeah. Um, this led to me opening up a shop in Kensington called Fitly, um, where I worked with Italian plant-based products and created a great menu um, and then it's just gone on from there I've been popped <laughs> into this morning popped into the rain as you do as you do as you do and yeah just you know spreading the plant-based love and bringing a kind of holistic look to things really because I think okay. what you eat affects your mind body and soul and so just bringing everything together was was there um was there a particular reason was it something that happened to you personally that that made you revolutionize the way that you eat um <clears throat> that's a good question I think I've always been mildly healthy okay. I don't think I was that kid at uni that was like I'm gonna make a soup from scratch while you guys oh. have your pot noodle and everyone <laughs> be like oh my gosh you're so sad and I'm like it's fine like I'm healthy so I was kind of always on that kind of health trend yeah. thing but then I think um, I think culturally, I think obviously as a, um, I'm African Caribbean, so it's like, we're used to putting like herbs and spices and marinations and like, you know, just like cover everything in like everything. Yeah. And then I, when I went to Italy, I discovered that, that, that cooking isn't actually what you add to it. It's how you celebrate what you have. And I think oh, that was wow. the biggest curve for me. And I think after that, I began to celebrate the tomato for what it is and let's okay. just complement it with a few things with mm -hmm. some salt and some olive oil and and all the things I was using to complement these these products became um, a kind of lifestyle in itself and, and it kind of taught me okay you don't need to add all these things and plus all these things are not healthy for you and plus oh. if you keep it as natural as possible it will do better for your body in terms of digestion and so it became this whole yeah lifestyle I would say yeah. that I lived and then I also started to produce but um mm -hmm. I think I did do some fasting earlier in the year before I I think I'd, I'd come back and I was doing some fasting and um 
as I came off the fast, I kind of felt like my body was telling me, so you don't have to go back straight away to dairy and to sugar, um, to gluten. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to ride that. I'm going to see. And it just just kind of fell off. It it fell off for me. Like, how can I say? It fell off the kind of truck, like all the dairy. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to give this up. It it just became part of lifestyle that I feel better for it. Um, I get more done. Um, I feel like my body is at its prime when I'm Mm -hmm. digesting less. Um, and okay. so it's all it's almost a, in a sense you're stripping things back to basics and really Correct. concentrating yeah. on the yeah. the organicness of the ingredients that's right yeah 100%. so th- for you for you yourself obviously the health benefits were um, making you feel I'm guessing that you have more energy you were able to get out and do a lot more do, is mm. is that something that you help other people with um with with the way that um you cook your food and the way that you teach people definitely I mean I'm not so this is a disclaimer also I'm not here (laughs) preaching like veganism or you know you have to give up your steak tomorrow like I'm not I'm not here to force people to do anything Mm -hmm. I think it has to be a natural progression based on your agreement or alignment with your with your own self okay that's a bit hippie and spiritual but no but I know what you mean I'll make it make sense I'll make it make sense um I think uh, my job ultimately is to expose what can be done with plants you know and then to bring that into an easy accessible way for the everyday regular person you know the busy mom the workaholic you know the the um I don't know how to cook anything student to just make it accessible and rewarding because food is a reward I mean a lot of people eat just to not be hungry but a lot of people eat because they like the texture yeah. the taste the flavor and I think that has to be maintained otherwise it it, it we don't want it to become like I'm on a salad diet, diet. Chore because mm-hmm. that's not going to be sustainable so it's yeah it's celebrating vegetables and, and plants and fruit but also using, uh, we've been given the gift of creativity to, to be able to use that gift to produce other things which still taste amazing. But the, the underlining kind of help, I suppose, is to help people see that they can eat better through yeah. through nature, essentially, if that was going to say anything. And also to maintain, as you mentioned before, health, um, aging process, mm-hmm. just general energy um goals that you may have for your body and also your mental health I think all of those are greatly positively affected Mm -hmm. when you when we eat properly and so sometimes we can be just like oh why do I why am I still tired like I've had like 10 hours sleep you know why am I getting this bag under my eye or this wrinkle here like a lot of it is food diet you know and obviously exercise related it's not like you can buy all the creams I'm sorry like you see you see I never knew that it's just like if I'm tired I'll go and grab an energy drink but really that's probably the opposite of what I should be doing I should be looking at my diet and improving it in order to be getting the most from the food from the fuel essentially that I'm putting in yeah 100% it's preventative stuff so if you're Mm -hmm. if you're filling your body you know with with great stuff then your body will do its job it's actually trained to do that it's trained to use what you give it to make something more from it to to I don't know regenerate cells or cell growth or build muscle muscle tissue or 
you know to prevent fatigue like it's it's ready to do all that stuff if we don't give it the tools to do it it just won't do it and it mm -hmm. will kind of hang on to whatever whatever you feed it and I think by the time you get to the energy drink stage it's probably too late because it's <laughs> like yeah I don't know what you want me to do like you there's know. no hope for me <laughs> well there's always hope there's always hope but you know it's it's kind of like you're kind of trying to deal with the situation but the body you know it can only go up yeah. with that sugar high and it's going to come down again exactly high and so it's not really a solution as such but you know I would say in that scenario some blueberries and turmeric would be my energy okay you know what I mean so that <laughs> well if, if you think about it I suppose Charlene for like hundreds of thousands of years people have lived essentially off the land even back yeah. to like caveman times haven't they yeah. that that's yeah. how they managed to survive was through yeah. nature so it's almost like as the years have gone past we've kind of just added all of these artificial things and if we strip it back like you're doing we're actually mm. living you know probably a better life because we're only taking what we need in a way correct correct i think that was the biggest revelation from the first thing i did is that we don't need all this stuff like we don't yeah. need no offense to the brie lovers or whatever but we don't need we don't need that every week <laughs> sometimes yeah we don't need a brie and and grape sandwich every week yeah because the body just doesn't need to it doesn't need that to, to make you feel better it needs something else yeah um not to say you can't have all of those things but um you know i'm trying to not get preachy here but i'm, I'm just no, saying you know i'm just saying that we we need to kind of just balance everything out a bit more yeah definitely you know? so how did so do you think it was your um your unique approach at the time that enabled you to get on to like programs like Lorraine um and things yeah. like that is it because do you think maybe around that time people were looking for something different because there seemed to be a peak in interest didn't there at mm. the time when you went on the show um, yeah. of people really really wanting to make a difference to their own diets no yeah so um I think at the time of Lorraine I had already done a little um recipe for Jamie Oliver's food tube and as you do as you do <laughs> and actually actually I was, I was out on my food truck at the time and yeah. um I I was kind of making yeah plant-based I was mixing it up I had some meat things had some plant-based and yeah. the producers happened to be grabbing lunch and they wow loved it they invited me to come and make a dish and I think that dish probably um was kind of like you know let's say a kind of taster of who I was yeah. mm -hmm. and some producers at um ITV daytime got in touch and yeah asked me they didn't even this is a little like thing they didn't even screen test me they just said you're doing this <laughs> you're doing it <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> it's fine. But it wasn't oh. live, it was VT, so it's okay. Um, but you were so nervous, weren't you? To, or were you not? Honest, well, at that time, I was so busy with the shop that I, yeah. it was like, let me just, it's like having kids and working. You're just like, okay, fine, like, whatever. Yeah, dealing, yeah. dealing, 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 dealing with it all. Like, I, and I, you know, <laughs> looking back, it, I should have, I maybe could have taken more time to enjoy it, but I was okay. in work mode you know yeah. like get these out get the recipes out and but it was so fun the the crew and everyone are lovely at ITV I oh. love them so much and um yeah it was it was a it was a great time mm -hmm. and I think um at that time what they were looking for was it was just 
Christmas had just gone and they were right. looking for something really fresh and green and just healthy, yeah. like almost like a detox for the year mm-hmm. to start the year. And I think that's where it kind of started in. I know it's also the January as well yeah. at that time. So it all was kind of like around that theme. But and I think totally the them, right place at the right time situation, wasn't it for you? Definitely, definitely. I think for them, they they're aware of their obviously their audience are not necessarily yeah. vegans. So they didn't they didn't really want to be like hardcore vegan dishes yeah. they, they kind of we mixed it up we had fish in there mm-hmm. as well but I think the idea of, of of you know creating something from plants and then yeah. adding in what you want to add in I think they like that kind of concept so that's how yeah. that worked out and then you were also on um John and Lisa's kitchen as well weren't you yeah yeah it was great fun but was that off the back of the Lorraine it was back, yeah it was off the back of that it was off wow. the back of that and it was it was great I mean all of as I say I love working with ITV they're great and um, I'm happy because I feel like I'm actually helping because it's not um, you know you think because there's so much like vegan vegan Mm plant-based you think that everybody knows what they're doing but actually people don't and I think it's nice to be able to share your skill and knowledge and just Mm -hmm. open up people's eyes to what can be done. Um, Definitely and I think also though when I think a lot of people, when they hear plant-based or vegan, they'll think, oh, it's ingredients that I just don't know what to do with. Right. And it can be quite intimidating, really. So I think the way that you're that you're portraying it and the way that you're educating people is really refreshing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a refreshment for me. I mean, I started my... I started off as a teacher. Did you? So I did. And so my kind of inherent skill is to educate so I think that's kind of how it works for me in that sense that it's Mm -hmm. not just like oh hey I'm making a dish like do you like it (laughs) you know it's more like I'm gonna make sure you understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it so that you can go off and do it and feel good about it. That totally comes across with your personality I I mean I'm not surprised at all that you're that you're a teacher because you say it in a way to educate if that makes sense and you say it in in a way that everybody will be able to, what's the word, um, relate to. Yeah. Like like even, even people like me that, you know, are really rubbish when it comes to food. Like I what you're saying makes... I can't. <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> but let's go back, Charlene, to your, yeah. um, to your time in Italy. Um, what, was there any, like light bulb moment in particular where you know food and plant-based food in particular is the way that I want to go and I want to teach people Mm. yeah I think um when I got to Italy I was so I started my journey in Bologna which if you know Bologna it's like food city you've got tagliatelle (laughs) you've got lasagna you've got all the like meaty dairy pastry carby things going on all at the same time every hour like you know in Italy it's like pasta every every lunchtime pasta 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 (laughs) o'clock pasta it's literally pasta o'clock and that is no word of a lie oh my god like this is the truth like wherever you are at 12 you're getting you're getting pasta even if you might get it as your first plate because they have like different plates or you'll get it as you're just the only plate you're going to get pasta at some point during the day and so I was never a massive fan of pasta because shout out no it's not really a shout out but the way my mom cooked it wasn't like 
too fun. It was a bit like soggy. And so I was like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. And so I was introduced to the al dente, which is like the the tiny bite that you get on the end of the pasta when you eat it. So it's not completely cooked. Al dente is like, it means a little bit hard. So, right. um, Like, uh, yeah, to the bite. That's the literal translation. So you can kind of bite it a little bit. And so I was like, okay, wow, pasta's great. And I would be joining in that whole pasta, 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 pizza, <laughs> ice cream, um, you name it, even meat. I was into that. I was having like ham and things like that. I was mm-hmm. like things I couldn't even normally have because right. it was just so tasty. And it came to this like moment. I was like, okay, I can't continue. If I'm going to live here, obviously I'd started my, my living there. So if I'm going to live here, there's no way I can continue to live like this yes. because it's just not going to be healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And that's no offense to, you know, the way that the Italians eat the Mediterranean diet is yeah. very healthy. Mm-hmm. But I just think for me and, you know, what, what just, you know, your own body, you know, your yeah, you know your own metabolism and stuff, don't you? Right. Things which will make you put on weight, which things mm-hmm. which will. And so I was just like, well, I'm, I know I can't carry on like that. And so I started to find like alternatives and I noticed oftentimes I would like be at people's houses and watch the older generation what they would cook and they would do things which were so cool like they go in the like garden or whatever in the allotment and they bring out like some gorgeous uh like some just lovely greens and then they just chew it down and like turn it into something I was like well that is so wonderful like I Mm -hmm. wish we could do that in the UK because we're so used to our ZZ, you know, um, Pizza Express or yeah. whatever, Cafe, Cafe, or what was it? I think it was, what is Rouge. it called? That's is it, it Cafe Rouge. Cafe mm-hmm. Rouge and Cafe, there's another cafe, but you know, that kind of chain yeah. of just like carby mm-hmm. Italian, which is part of the diet, but it's not all of the diet. So I think my inspiration came from what they were doing in the background, the things they were oh, growing yeah. and then turning into traditional dishes. I lived, um, well, I lived all over Italy, but in particular, I lived opposite Rome. And so it's very coastal, mountainous, and also yeah. um, just lots of terrain everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was able to see how they used all of the materials they had to create these oh, wow. slow-cooked, you know, just organic, um, oftentimes plant-based, because they like mm-hmm. their pulses. And I was so inspired by that. that I was like, gosh, it's not really about all your carbs. Yeah, and I don't have to keep, you know, I can have it sometimes. I don't have to always go for that. There are options. And once I knew these options, then I became more inspired to cook them. Oh. And I was just in this environment where I was always learning and, mm-hmm. and cooking. Oh. And it just rubbed off on me. And so I then thought back to the UK and thought, okay, well, these guys are still on the whole pizza, pasta. Yeah. You know, um, I can't remember the name of the restaurant. There's another cafe <laughs> something. I will all come to me. But that kind of vibe, you know, they're still yeah. on that vibe. Um, what about, how about rather dispelling that myth and coming up with something which is still Italian, but just kind of healthier? Like, yeah, it gives a different take on, on the Mediterranean mm-hmm. diet through the through the Italian lens, let's say. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was an out there concept when I look back. But at that time, yeah. it was very... Um, I think it was very timely because it things were just starting 
people were just starting to get on that like that bandwagon like okay yeah I want to yeah. try my base I want to try vegan mm-hmm. and then like, you're starting to see little products in the shops and like in yeah. Costa you see like a random flapjack and you'd be like okay <laughs> like people are like getting into this thing this is yeah. the perfect time mm-hmm. and so yeah I without going further I think that that was my main inspiration and kind of yeah reason for bringing it back to the UK wow was it was it more or less straight after you got back to the UK that you thought right okay I'm going to bring it to as many people as I possibly can by opening up myself yeah I knew what I wanted to do I also had a nice job (laughs) so I was like hmm yeah 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 it was difficult but I thought this is if this is what I want to do I need to commit to it so I went back Mm-hmm. So it was, I, I went back intentionally to open up uh, physically. Wow. Yeah. And do you believe, like a lot of a lot of my listeners are women in business? Do you mm-hmm. believe that it's important to, if you know how passionate you are about something, is it important to kind of go with your gut and go and do it? Yeah, I believe if you have, if you have something inside you that is saying this is this is it, I think I could do this, or I think this could work, or this is who I am, and I want to, you know, share that with the world. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that's by chance. I believe that's been put inside you for a reason um, to be birthed. And so Mm -hmm. if you're carrying that, and you feel that I'm just carrying this idea around, I would advise you to birth it. But birthing doesn't mean, you know, oh, go and open a big shop birthing yeah. can be right I'm going to go to the library I'm going to plan this out I'm going to speak yeah. to an entrepreneur a woman entrepreneur in business I'm going to get some advice I'm going to call this person I know I'm going to go I'm going to make a start and you yeah. can call those the contractions if you like I'm going to make a oh start my God, I love that. You know? and then eventually time will come now that might not be tomorrow it might be like mm-hmm. you've got to finish your contract at work you've got another two years yeah. that's fine but you've still got this trajectory where you're like I'm making this happen I'm gonna birth mm-hmm. this thing so um, I guess my advice would be like do not ignore that feeling or that kind of that knowing because yeah. that you know that's that's a purpose right there that you that you're kind of you have you you owe it to yourself to, to do mm-hmm. yeah because if you don't I think somebody out there needs what you have yeah. got in your head whatever it is mm-hmm. and that's why it's there And I just think if you don't do it or you make excuses and I'm not saying in a bad way, but you might say, you know, I I just don't have the time. I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. I don't have the the knowledge. I don't have the all those things you can get if you want it. And I guess it boils down to how much do you want to birth it? If you really want to birth it, you'll find a way. If you don't, I think, you know, it becomes it becomes a shame in the end because you're going to look back and think. Definitely. you know oh, and then- I absolutely love that that's amazing advice <laughs> thank yeah. you for that no not at all not at all so I think it's yeah I was gonna say Charlie not only do you um you help other people with your work surrounding food you also help other people when it comes to your passion for music as well don't you yeah can you tell me a bit more about that yeah it's a work in progress I love music I used to play lots of instruments I Did gave you? them <laughs> yeah I played the piano and the saxophone mm-hmm. and a bit of violin and um it was just it was a it was a young person that I was just like loving loving it and then I kind of came away from that um and then I started to see other 
people around me, young people who had this great passion and wanting to break into, you know, the industry and having yeah. goals and, you know, having just inspiration to do it. And, um, and I mean, when you mentor people, it's, it's not necessarily that you're giving them, I'm not giving anyone a recording deal or anything like that. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not the chair of Universal, but I can give you the inspiration to say, don't give up and, mm -hmm. you know, let's do this. Let's have you tried that, you know, what, how can you refine your skill? And I think that is, those nuggets are so key for young people because I Definitely. think the, the, the social media world that we're in now is saturated with, um, I, I've already made it, you know, I'm amazing, you know, exactly. I, I'm just, you know, the biggest thing since, and I think that is really harmful. I think yeah. um, it's, a, it's a delusion because mm -hmm. it takes, you know, everybody you see who's successful, like you will know this as well, they do not see the amount of grit and sacrifice oh, behind mm -hmm. it. So in every blessing like that, there's a whole host of like hard grit that someone's had to yeah. go through, which is not, yeah, never. I, but I think a lot of the time though, pe people project this image of success that mm -hmm. isn't based on any kind of truth, which is harmful as well to, to younger people. Because Correct. when they see themselves not being where they would ideally like to be, it can really really destroy their confidence really can't it but a lot of what we see on social media isn't real life anyway no it's the tip of it's the tip of oh I've made it you see the little like tip on the top of the mountain like the little bill snow mm -hmm. that's what you're seeing you're not seeing the whole breadth of everything they've had to do to get yeah. there and that is harmful because if we saw more of that you know the, the process I the think the honest journey yeah, I mean, you, you do see some people exposing that, but the kind of um, the clickbait for Instagram is like, I've made it, like, <laughs> I'm doing this amazing thing, like, look at me with these celebs and, or whatever it is. And I think, you know, nobody gets there like that. And, yeah. and the, the, the generation that we're in, they're so fast paced that they believe that it only takes five minutes. You know, exactly. I just think a lot of the people, that I kind of was speaking to like oh I just need that hit song you know I just need to go viral as soon as I go viral that's going to be it mm -hmm. and it's like there's nobody I know the viral has come after you know a the lot of just, a lot a lot mm -hmm. and I think um I was watching one time I don't know if you've watched the um Kanye West documentary no I haven't which is so interesting because it exposes his you know his whole life you know his life mm -hmm. as a musician before he becomes famous and the, the amount of challenge you know the amount of just like sheer like he would walk into recording companies and just hand out his tape it was oh, tapes really? back then. yeah hand out tapes um you know just I would advise you to watch it just I know like he's controversial but just to see the process or for a young person to see the process of um making it yeah. that it nobody no one is handed it nobody's mm -hmm. handed it um I mean there's a there's a clip where he's he's uh, he's trying to I think he he loses his his recording contract and then has okay. a car accident so he can't and his mouth is wired shut because he's broken his jaw and this Jeez. guy <laughs> starts to write his he starts to write and wrap his album with his um with all this like with his what mouth wired clothes okay. and you're just like you can't even open your mouth how are you gonna rap but he does it Okay. And it's just like the sheer, like, you have to really, really, truly want something, as I was saying before, to burn yeah. it. And I think so. Um, that's my resilience, isn't it? The resilience, yeah.
that's my biggest kind of gift I could give in terms of um you know just mentoring those those mm-hmm. people because you know I I don't believe even with success you can maintain it if you don't have that behind you because Definitely. it can... so so I'm guessing that you're helping young people working on their inner strength in order right. to if they do make it or if they don't make it to, to right. keep being strong no yeah. matter which way yeah and yeah. to also find one's identity I think as well the industry is full of just like generic identities like oh, paste I, kind of thing. Yeah, Copy exactly. and paste thing. yeah exactly and so that that isn't real either you know mm-hmm. you don't have to sound like someone to be famous or be successful you just have to be yourself and I think there's so much room for that the generation we're in or the time that we're in now so much room for that so just finding it's like like you were saying though about when it comes to business it it can apply the same you said there is someone out there that needs to hear what you've got to say so you could apply that to to the young people too 100% I truly believe it you're an inspiration oh thanks I don't feel like I'll take it thank you but yeah it's life experience isn't it I mean it's what you go through and and what notes you take along the way definitely Um, and I I think that's that's why you want to help other people having had experiences yourself and you can pass that knowledge on um and know that you're making a difference to someone else's life I think I think that's the biggest reward Definitely. And I'm slightly delusional. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm slightly delusional. So I believe that anything is possible at any time. You know, I'm one of those like... Oh, I love that. You know, know, things can happen at any given time. Your life can change at any given time. So um, I like to, you know, imprint that on people. Like, don't think just Mm because you're in an office and, you know, you're just picking up the phone and like, you know, talking to office people that your life can't change it really can anything can happen at any time but you have to be prepared to birth it yes get them contractions underway people (laughs) that's right that's right so charlene what's what's the goal for you what what Mm. do you want to do in the future yeah so um my brand is always evolving um i think bitterly was a great uh time in my life I was working with Italian food with lots of Italian chefs I think um, now for me the focus is bringing all of that together the whole Mediterranean concept is so strong and important for me Um, looking at how people ate ate ancient in ancient times ancient um, Mediterranean as well as current Mediterranean and fusing that with who I am as well I think that the foods I like and the flavors that I kind of grew up with and things like that mm-hmm. is now the kind of um, sphere that I'm that I'm evolving into, and it's really exciting to be able to work with dishes and ingredients, which I guess are more me. Because at the end of the day, I'm not Italian, although mm-hmm. I lived there for ten years, and I, you know, I think that was a season of my life that was amazing. And yeah. I think, you know, any business person will know you have to evolve, you have to. Yeah see what's next and I think that is that's the direction I'm going in still plant-based still healthy mm-hmm. um my what goal about is a book I think that I'd would be amazing yeah, yeah I'd love to do, I'd love to do a book I think recipes of course are amazing but also you know little um snippets of wisdom within yeah. those recipes I'd love to give as well I think that's... I can see it like you, yeah. you have the background as if yeah I think your book's yeah. coming <laughs> 
yeah oh thanks speak over me i speak over myself yeah <laughs> book and um i think yeah for me definitely look out for um a new blog um hopefully some more tv um and then eventually uh i'll be opening up what's this space oh loving that <laughs> that's really exciting in fact i have in fact i'll tell you after i've got a contact that um i can put you into contact with for um yeah anyway sorry okay, sorry, um, okay. That's the <laughs> so where, yes. can, where can people find out more about you so as i said i am uh, i do have a blog coming out probably mm-hmm. um in the summer but as for now i'm on instagram charlie national okay. Um, you can check out some of my cooking videos online, mm-hmm. YouTube, um, go on to ITV, um, playback. Um, yeah, you can feel free to get I in touch. Put, yeah. I'll yeah. put the links in the bio. And if anybody Thanks. wants to, to learn some more um, yeah. about plant-based I'm diets <laughs> and the benefits, <laughs> then yeah. they can contact you, can't they? I'm here, guys, whatever you need. <laughs> Well, it's been amazing to have you on, Charlene. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. to talk to me today. I know. It's it's half seven here, but it's all is good. It? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's, that's yeah, your it's time. That's seven. Your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's half eleven. Sorry. Um yeah. So yeah, I'm it's all good. It's a lovely Saturday morning and um yeah, thank you for having me. I'm oh, very, thank very you for coming on. Yeah, very grateful. And um, yeah, happy to share the plant-based vibes as always. Definitely.